0: Well, and the mechanism that we use for this program, as you know, is called StreamYard. Yes, it is. And today, I turn on this device here to start the Ramon Foster Show. Yeah. And there's a box you can check at the bottom of it that says, touch up my appearance. Wow. So, who wouldn't hit that box, right?
1: Yep, 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 100%. Because
0: I'm thinking, all right, box could shave. (laughs) Okay, Box could put a little, you know, a little gel in or something like that. Box could get me a different shirt.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Didn't work. Didn't work, DK? What what is it saying? You look good already, man? (laughs) No,
0: it didn't say that either. It just didn't work. (laughs) You know what it would do on your end? It would get that one gray hair that you found the other day in the
1: beard. It probably was. You see, I went and got a trim, man. It's a little bit better now, I guess, man. Maybe he clipped it out. What you think? I don't know. I don't know. Are we ready for some football? No, what I'm not ready for is how they got bets on when we're going to start this show. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Stanley, we see you. We see you, DK. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love it. Here we but, go, everybody. Here we go.
0: With a... Oh. It's the smiling, happy
1: Le'Veon oh. Bell. <laughs> yes, that's what it is, man. Well, guess what? My bell actually sounded good. I said, I saw it. that. Yeah, it did. Casey's actually on top of it too. He's like, now that's a ring. Yes, it is, Casey. Okay, so when when it's good, it's good. Please say no, it's
0: good. Casey's talking about this one because Casey's the one that bought it.
1: <laughs> Look at, don't don't fall he, for
0: Casey's trap.
1: trapped oh uh, my bad my bad hey ryan is hot at us man Ryan stanley man you see what he's saying right above that comment what's he say there he's he
0: says,
1: cost you ten dollars oh no he has real he had 404 dk we're, we were better than most right there okay
0: favorite barber is offering to take care of ramon's one gray hair hey i might time, take
1: you up on that
0: the next That's time true. that he's in
1: what yeah. side of town are you in, uh, favorite bar? Put that in the comments if you don't mind. And I definitely, definitely have to uh, tap into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, DK. I see you looking with a little echo behind. Did- no, that's that she's she turned on her machine over there, and it's Ooh. echoing. Ooh, you know what? I do feel like I need to change to 1080p. I'm at seven to, uh It's at seven twenty right now, but we'll leave it. We'll leave it, DK. Do I look decent? We're yeah, I that? think I think you're fine. All right. Well, that's around 7 20. Either way, either way. Today that's- is exactly
0: yeah. one week away from the opening of the Steelers training camp. Actual Uh-oh. football can't come mm. soon enough. Ooh. We've had a little bit of a tough time, you might have noticed, filling this program mm. of late. I'm going to try, while we still have the opportunity to d- do this sort of thing, with something that's a little bit different. Uh, and that's looking back yeah. over the course of Ramon's. Eleven years in the NFL, and is a little, little bit of a serious subject. He doesn't okay. know about this. So I'm going to ask you, not if there was ever a moment being totally serious here. Actually, yeah, where you said to yourself, "What am I doing this for?" Oh, okay. <laughs> now, in light of, I'm going to while he thinks about this. Yeah, okay. In light of. Everything that you were reading, hearing, seeing, as it results, uh, as it you know, as related to concussions, CTE, and everything else. Yeah. As related to seeing Ryan Shazier get hurt and being there on that field with him. As related to the family.
1: Yeah. That you're yeah.
0: that that you've you're blessed to surround yourself with. Any point where you said, "What am I doing here?"
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a that's a that's a heavy question. Yeah, but wh- what heavy else question. are we going
0: to do? And once we get into actual football, we're all going to be like, what about the depth chart at outside linebacker? Oh, you know, you? It,
1: you know, it. oh, f- wow. Fascinating, DK. Uh, Yeah, I'll say this. I'm uh, I i run, I'm running through numerous times in my mind right now, too. Excuse me. It's a burp right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would say this. I always talk about that injection I had in my neck. Uh, That was a point uh and even after so catching those stingers before we figured out what was going on i was just like what is this worth?" you know what i'm saying it was that portion of it uh that kind of hit me it's like man this takes a lot you got to give a lot to this game but it takes a lot to actually play this game too which is why players get super uh defensive when they're criticized sometimes you know dk Mm -hmm. what they feel like is unjust uh i would probably also say uh, a couple of the concussions just here or there. And I ain't have any like severe ones, but any concussion is a concussion. Uh, I remember the the conversation around uh, the movie that was dropped. Uh, I remember. Right here. Yeah, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh is the hub of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember also just trying to say to myself, like, this takes a lot from family. Uh, my family has to follow me around. Uh, how much longer can I do this? And I got that answer, honestly, in 2019. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, as far as like, okay, it's okay to retire. Because that's another portion of it too, DK. But before I, I we go any deeper in that, every time I had those questions, uh, every time that we visited something that was serious like that, like you know, an injury, uh, having my knee pushed back, hyperextended and camp that one here, uh, the, the mental tor- turmoil of of trying to figure out do I belong? Um will I be re signed? Am I appreciated? And you know for a fact, I deal with the appreciation factor a lot. A lot more. You weigh that more heavily than most uh, because professional athletes. when You play the game, you get a number, and then you're out. So if you don't get a, a ring or accolades, it's just like, well, hell, was I just another body? But it, it's not the case. And every time I had those serious questions or uh, doubts, I always followed back to, man, I love this. I love the game. I love the sport. Seeing Shay Zier. Go down like that, or Marquise almost losing his leg. See, that's the, the a lot of people.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's easy to cite Ryan because his case was you know so glaring. Yeah, uh, to everybody. But I, I one of the first guys that I think of is Marquise. Yeah. Okay, and that and all of his. I don't know. People know the, the number of procedures that were done on that ankle on that leg uh, just to keep him vertical.
1: Vertical. Uh, okay. Uh, and, but then this is the other portion of it. So I remember finishing the game in Cincinnati when Shea was out there. And all of us, to a man, me looking at the guy to the left, to the guy to my right, we kind of, you know, used some explicatives, ZK, and was like, what the bleep are we doing out here? You know? But this is what happens in football. One, you got to absolutely love the game to play it. So that always plays on the heart and feelings, right? That always plays a heart into uh, why you do it. Uh, but then you see the other sacrifices that other players are making. Or you fall into drinking the Kool-Aid to where you say, and I think Shay would agree if you ask him next time you see him, right? Would you have rather them not play? And more times than not, he's like, no, nah, y'all better go out there and play football. Because in order to play at the highest level and be a part of that 1% upper echelon side of the game, you got to love and care and, and really blood, sweat, and tears in it and it kind of draws you back into it that's the reason i'm so passionate about doing this podcast that's the reason you do it too you do other sports but football might be the one that kickstarts your day right you're
0: the one who kickstarts my
1: day <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's be clear here <laughs> yeah but but it's 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 always I, i'd always go back to a man. i i love the freaking game dk like screw the accolades like i love being around the guys I love being in part a part of a game plan. And and the other part of it too is the sport. It's hard, DK, but I've gotten a lot from it. Um, my family's gotten a lot from it. Did it hurt us in some capacities, personal and and just professionally? Yeah, it did too. But guess what? It's a part of our story and a part of where we are right now. Oh, man. Part of my
0: story is all you had to say. Oh. The entire segment could have could have it, but th- because that's Look, I understand what your ultimate goal was yeah. in this game. You made that clear to me every day for 11 years. But I also understand that your story, yeah, your story yeah. was here I am over here. Here I am not getting drafted. Here I am 11 years in the NFL. And at the conclusion of it, you left on your own terms. Yeah. And no one had to show you the door. No one had to say, hey, Moen, by the way, uh, have you considered anything else in life? Yeah, uh-uh.
1: no, DK. And I, I, I it's, it's funny you say that too because if you jump in almost any game, you got to have a story to go along with it, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's just you know, the road ran out, or uh, man, I, I was done on my terms. Like, I, I tell both of my boys, my nephews, and anybody I kind of run into that I care about, like, respect the game. Because the game can do a lot for you. It can teach you life. It can give you life. It can give you a different pathway to go about it, right? But if you love it, and I did, and my story was cool, and truthfully, DK, even though I joke about the undrafted stuff, uh, (laughs) other than the signing bonus and the potential of the floor I would have been working on for contracts, it ain't much I would have changed about it. And I tell my wife this numerous times. My pathway was only meant for me. Like the struggles that I had. Had I been whisked into a – you know, first round, first day type of guy, second day type of guy, or even just drafted in general. I don't know how much longer I would have lasted because I don't know if the appreciation would have been there too. You know what I'm saying? What's- I sure do,
0: actually. I love Wade's comment here. He points out your quote where you say, I like being part of a game plan. Uh, that was excellent, Mo. Yeah. Thank you. But then Wade puts it into perspective by saying, I like that in construction, which is presumably – Wade's line of work everybody's got a role everybody's got yeah. a certain portion of something that they have to build and then at the end of the day um, I've talked at various points over the years with people who were involved for example in the physical construction of both Heinz Field and PNC Park and yeah. the convention center all three went up concurrently here in Pittsburgh and man they they take it to their grave yeah Okay, and, it might be just this one part or just the dry wall on yeah. the 8th floor or whatever it is, but they were part of
1: it. Yeah, and and that that was the thing about it for me, man. If we we go back to to this portion of it too, uh I like I like being part of the game plan. I don't like no matter how big or how small the role is of any team. But we got one trick play for one guy that don't get many plays on offense embrace that that's just like i tell like anybody you go to a restaurant you know a fast food restaurant you get bad service I always say well don't do this job if you're gonna suck at the window while handing us our food for dinner don't do this job <laughs> if you got right. one play for a team and you're in the game plan do it to the best of your ability now i enjoyed being a part of those game plans that you know i i i I'd back numerous times and everybody that covered our offensive line, everybody got their just due. And you guys in Pittsburgh did a really good job of giving everybody from Matt Fowler who was starting to Alejandro who came in late to a Kelvin Beachum that was in and out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their just due. I didn't really care about Dave getting the praise for him being a puller or Marquise being down the line of scrimmage, you know, down the field blocking. Because I know if I didn't do my job, those dudes wouldn't get around. They couldn't
0: do theirs. It's, it, it reminds me of Ben himself, Ben Roethlisberger, describing – the way you guys executed the touchdown that Rosie Nick scored.
1: Come on, man.
0: And Ben, Ben goes. That was one that everyone was gonna. Hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. was gonna hit on every assignment. Yeah.
1: You know. We were because it's a part of the game plan. You're a part of the game plan, and I hate to see people like, 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 you know, what, like, waste away their opportunities because we spoke about that off air last week, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. About a player that was out of the starting lineup or not in the rotation. So he he kind of just X'd himself out. I'm going to only do special teams. I don't want anything to do with the defensive side of the ball. Screw y'all. Still while being on the team, that guy got called up. I don't, as you know, on the screen that I'm looking
0: at, I don't get to see the gifts. I see everything else here. And yeah. I'm getting all kinds of word about a crazy number he of gives? gifts. I know you what? see it, Moan. Uh, Darren Watts says, we've had 80-plus already today. Swan coming in with a 50?
1: You got uh, solid.
0: People, start scooping these up, okay? Dolly has <laughs> issued you a challenge that she wants us to get over 600 for today. Remember, the goal is 1,000, wow. at which point there will be merch at yeah. 1,000. Uh, Hala Mike says, uh, right here, no uncles, no more.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're in there now. Hey, you guys are on fire. Uh, but, DK, that's, that's just a part of it, too. Like, sometimes being a role player ain't a bad thing. Sometimes just your pathway being your own, and you might struggle a little bit more. But this is the other portion of it, too, why me going through an injury, you know, like I said, my knee getting pushed back or the neck situation. Or honestly, my back, you know, or stingers that I would get or nerves. Like, there's a lot of toll that comes along with playing at any high level. But guess what? I saw Dave tear his ACL. I saw Marquise almost lose his leg. I saw Gil go through a lot of stuff personally and get suspended football too. You know what I'm saying? Like Alejandro. <laughs> what, what kind of story could I say to him about football that he didn't experience in life and combat? You know what I'm saying? You never know what the person next to you is going through too. And I think that's why sports pressure kind of pushes you over the top a little bit, DK, when it comes down to to, to actually being on a team. Not 11 individuals or 22 individuals or five players on the basketball court, nine on the baseball diamond, right? But when each team member is collectively together as a team, you'll have those type of sacrifices that you don't care about. Look, if I go out here to practice in camp after having this this six-inch needle go in my neck and I'm okay and I'm willing to go again, I'm going to go. Cause that's just a part of it, DK. You know,
0: every once in a while, my friends (plural) that means you guys watching. Yeah, I like to push this guy's buttons and get him serious. This is why. This is why. I'm not going to do it all the time, but yeah, I, I do, wanted, I wanted, I wanted this one to become yeah. a member of the Ramon Foster Show, a proud member at that. Go to dkps.net/slash/join, and when we come back, we're going to uh, do. The only segment that really matters, with all due respect to this fine segment.
1: Yeah, that's Alex Hotsmith and Hey Mo.
0: <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all new state of the art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live Fox scores. Track the latest stats it up with our community of thousands of fans all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh sports coverage that connects. Not surprisingly, Moan, we have a lot of questions coming in already regarding Alex Highsmith signing. Uh, the first thing that I want to do is bring up with everyone that this particular program was the one saying there's no drama to be had here. No. Highsmith will. Signed. How many times did we say it, Moan?
1: We did. I thought it would be a little bit later to get to camp, but the fact that it's before camp, man, guess what? I know who's buying uh, D-Lyman gifts this camp. <laughs> it will be Alex Smith.
0: Who do you think plays the Ramon Foster role at, at Chuck Knoll Field and stands up during the stretches and says to every and shouts out yeah. to the hills the way you did when <laughs> Cam Hayward got his extension, Cam got paid. Pa- pa-
1: I'll I'll, I'll give you two. One, I hope it's Cam, and that's the obvious answer. It should be. You kind of know who I really hope it is, and you take Hmm. a little pressure off. I hope it's TJ. that'd
0: be so good. (laughs) I love
1: it. I hope it's TJ because that means, bro, you were good enough on that side to get extended out on this team, a legendary team, a a team where – there was a guy in front of him, Bud Dupree, that didn't get this extension in Pittsburgh. And I know Bud had the ACL, if I'm not mistaken. So and that all stopped.
0: anybody wanted from Highsmith when he was yeah. drafted, please just be a poor man's Bud. Remember that? I'm glad Let's not changed. that. That was, that was our outlook. Yes, You it don't was. have to be Bud. Remember we all kept saying, you don't have to be Bud. Nobody no. expects you to be Bud. But then he comes up with 14 and a half sacks, and he ties for the league lead with five forced fumbles. Sean Patrick wants to know, hey, Moan, now that Highsmith is signed, in your honest opinion, is there a better edge duo?
1: And if so, who might it be? A duo is hard to say because I got to think about who's got a two-man tandem like that. Uh, only, I, I can go to individuals because it's the stars. So let me say this, 49ers, right? They, they have a very dynamic edge rusher. When you have a very dynamic one, it lets the other guy go eat, right? Yes, so I'm it all, should. It should. I'm, always in that conversation with the Bosa brothers right both of them uh but I would also say anybody across from Miles Garrett probably is in that conversation too I don't know who their other edge rusher is if it's Clowney I think they are oh, it, choosing not to it resign it was when him.
0: Clowney felt like playing yeah when
1: he felt like playing but as it stands right <laughs> now I can never discount Baltimore although they don't have a dominant one like that but their defense is always really good it has to be Pittsburgh if they're not number one they're top five Aaron Aaron Give Donnell's me a better not, answer.
0: Aaron Donald's not an edge rusher. He's a rusher, but he's not an edge rusher. I think we're I just, talking about edge rusher duos here.
1: I would almost throw, I see Jake is a member saying that too. Garrett and uh, Zedarius Smith. Zedarius Smith, yeah. You gotta think, Z- Z- got to think, Zedarius got kind of pushed out of Minnesota recently. He's a little mm-hmm. bit older. I don't know what's left in the tank. We're talking about two guys. One is at the prime of his spot right now, and that's T.J. Watt. And Alex Smith is still learning to become into the prime of his spot. I think we're talking about two different things right here when we're talking about it being uh Zedarius.
0: Jason Ash says I love the signing and the contract. I don't understand the negativity from other local media.
1: What other what let me say this because Go I think Go ahead. This is but unique. Let me even know what do you mean actually, Jason, when you say that? I've said I've seen this be said a lot too. Oh man, that's kind of steep for 17 million a year. DK. Well, it is. Let me let me say this though. I, we've talked. I've been saying this for a while. What happens in the next couple of years with the NFL? TV contracts go up. Gambling contracts go up. Streaming contracts go up. What, what you're seeing now, streaming, because it's a percentage. It's not a fixed figure. Because of all this money, y'all, yeah. y'all got to look at this too. The NFL is changing the way the money is is being poured out, not dispersed, just poured out guys like Alex Highsmith five years ago. This will be an eight million dollar a year deal. But because the NFL has grown so much and there's so much more money, eight is now the new 17 million dollars a year. A number two wide receiver, DK. Let's go back five years to 2019. Deontay got about 18 million dollars a year. A.B. was the number one highest paid wide receiver at $19 million a year five years ago. That's what we're talking about. The number one wide receiver now is $25 million a year. So this is just market adjustment. Just get used to seeing these numbers as it pertains to people being signed on your team. You
0: know, the the, the best way, as Chyla celebrates uh, Alex Highsmith's really fine spin move, by the way. Oh, yeah. That he has coming into the inside. hit. Yep. It, it's a it's a tough thing uh, to get going Dean points out here that it took bud three years before he exploded it did stats wise yeah uh, Alex has grown each year progress and Alex came in with what Mike Tomlin often likes to refer to as a as a high floor
1: yes, he as did. opposed to
0: a high ceiling mm-hmm. um, he sees by the way the, the last guy I've heard Tomlin refer to as a high floor guy was Kenny Pickett
1: oh see You're starting. Mm -hmm. What that means is you're a little bit more progressive. He's not going to fall apart. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You've progressed a little bit more than we thought you would coming in as an early pro. That's exactly what that means. What Alex did, though, early on was do one good thing good, DK. Mm. He did what Bud did and stopped the run. Right. Nobody in this. He, he sealed
0: I'm, his edge. James Harrison wasn't gonna let him pull it off any other way. So my man,
1: okay. and that's <laughs> that's one thing I was about to say. Everybody that plays that right outside linebacker, that's the position that Alex plays, right? DK, right? Yep. DN, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, right outside edge. That side is notorious for making sure nobody runs outside. Whether it was James, whether it was Lamar, whether it was Bud, whether or or Worlds. Remember, nobody runs outside. TJ got that side on lock over there. Nobody better not get outside that edge. And Alex Highsmith has done that well while also developing a pass rush.
0: Which also, by the way, mitigates the team's shortcomings at inside linebacker. Let Come me be on. the one who say that here. Toddy says, if the Steelers had waited to sign Alex Highsmith, they probably would have had to pay $20 million per year. And that brings me to the point that I wanted to bring up with you, Moan, regarding Highsmith. Yeah. When you were in contract negotiations with the Steelers, yeah. whether that was Kevin Colbert, Omar Khan, or both, did you ever hear them say to you, we're not going to pay you for what you've done? Right. We're going to pay you for what you're going to do. Yeah. It, okay? It, it's mm-hmm. not It's not payment in arrears. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's not after-the-fact compensation. Yeah. So what the Steelers are doing here, they make – By some accounting, Alex Highsmith is a top 10 paid edge rusher, which I think should answer our earlier question. Do the Steelers have the top whatever? Well, they got two of those guys. They got two of the top 10 paid. Now, is Alex a top 10 edge rusher? I think you can debate that back and forth all day. All Right, right. Right. However, the point is, is that they are expecting him to be that. They are challenging him to be that. Not in the past, that's over, but in the future, they anticipate it.
1: The beauty of a player getting the money is this they get it, they have that. Whoa, I can breathe, but you know, so you know what also comes with that the pressure of the money, too. And that's what they're paying you for. You get 17, you're in the big boy show now, now. Now let's go make those plays that we're paying you for, moving forward. TJ can't be in. Guess what? You got to go answer the bell. And that's the beautiful part about it too, DK. Like a little bit of pressure is always a beautiful thing. You ask any player, do you want to be relaxed? Yeah, I want to be relaxed. But if you have just a little bit of anxiety to perform, it takes you over the top.
0: Eric Shula says that some local media are arguing that Highsmith – You know, know, there's no local media. Are you watching this show or not, Eric? You know, we're keeping it real here. We will criticize. We will praise, but we're not going to just go for hot takes. And let's let's say something
1: spectacular so that Eric Shulo
0: has a reaction.
1: Eric, this is what I would say about this. When you're on a good team, whether it be just the offensive side Mm. of the ball or the defensive side of the ball, I have a, a a mantra that I kind of have left with the Steelers. I kind of said it in our room in the show too. If you win and you're good, Eric, everybody eats. DK, why did everybody in that room on that offensive line get extended?
0: For in this, our offensive, for in this, our offensive
1: line room, for the
0: same reason that everybody on that defense got onto the cover of ESPN the magazine. Not just a couple of guys, but all eleven
1: were what, on there. Rising, what is it? High tide raises all boats. That's it. it If TJ's good and you eat off of his plate too, it don't matter, y'all. It don't. Marquis bringing more eyes to offensive line play. centers, Right, DK? Did you
0: make money off of Antonio
1: Brown? Yes. Did Antonio Brown make money off of you? Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) This isn't complicated.
1: There's there's nothing wrong with being the guy that's in the car with everybody else making bread. Like, this is a part of it. Why? Okay. Georgia had 15 players or more drafted this year. Mm -hmm. Why, DK? Because that boat just kept going up. It's good. It's okay to say that. I had somebody tell me today, the University Mm -hmm. of Michigan, right, has seven draft-eligible guys. How many starters is it as far as offensive linemen in the league or on any team? Five? Five, yep. There are two other players that are saying that draft eligible, and we'll get drafted because that group is good and it's notoriously good, DK. <laughs> at the Get-Go Cafe and Ooh, Market, almost. as Randy Duncan
0: reminds us, quality is at the core of every menu item. Yes. Three expert chefs. We're going to refer to them today as Randy, Swan, and Eric. Yes. How's that? They fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they refer to as crave-ability. Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. Better believe it.
1: Real quick, too, DK. If you all's business or job is doing well, your company more likely, if they still do those things, administer bonuses. That's why Alex Highsmith gets paid and eat eat with uh, TJ Watt. That's just the game. It's That's just it. public now.
0: And you also have to protect your investment on the other side. You don't want TJ Watt having somebody weak on the other side, or you, then you're wasting some of the money that you spend on TJ. It's all tied together. Josh Grims has a moan. If we make the somewhat unfair assumption that both TJ and Alex play 17 full games, how many sacks
1: can they combine for? Oh, Lord! Now it's because you got to pick a pick a guy, right? And when it comes down to what they've done in years past, I'll say this. Both of them have hit double digits. Alex Highsmith hit 11, I think, last year. That's a magical number for everybody. Get to double digits. If TJ can get us 17 sacks, one a game, essentially, that's an all-pro season. If Alex Highsmith gets us 12, even beautiful. So I'll go TJ just because he he has numerous games where he gets multiple sacks. I'll go TJ in 17 games, all healthy, 18. And i go Alex Highsmith, 13. Wow, savvy enough. Won um, a game.
0: Yeah, I mean they're good enough to that. You know, and the defense is structured. Let's remember this too. Not every defense in the NFL, in fact, increasingly, well, I should say, decreasingly fewer. You're seeing that across the league where you're not seeing as much of an emphasis on sacks and pass rush. Yeah, uh, the Steelers are one of those, one of the very few, obviously three-four defenses that are out there, they still prioritize it. They still, they insist on getting after the the quarterback. Uh, Jerry asks, hey, Moan, any thoughts on Kenny Pickett resigning after this season? Will the Steelers have a Bengal situation when it comes to salary? Kenny's under contract for a while. This is only year two for Kenny? Yeah. Uh, Maybe, Uh, maybe Jerry, what Jerry's asking here is whether
1: or not you want to start talking about something longer term. I will say this, after three, going into four, I can see that being the case. Yeah. Just because you you, <laughs> you keep that quarterback number down, okay? You keep the quarterback number down. And then, of course, the representation of mm-hmm. uh, of Kenny Pickett will also understand NFL money is going to go up, so they can plan to just get paid down the line. Y- y'all know that's just exactly how it goes. Most franchise quarterbacks, they don't ever want to get to the franchise tag or the uh, fifth-year option. I'd say going into year four. 87 gifts today. You guys are on fire, man. Yeah. You I, again, just are. Sw-
0: Swan coming through with 50. I don't mean to leave anybody else out here, but a 50 is a 50. Okay, I
1: mean, that's a 50 ball right there. I'm uh, seeing it right now. And Swan
0: reminds everybody here that if if you're sitting at the uncle's table and you haven't made it over, you have to activate that you're accepting gift memberships, mm-hmm. and and it'll come your way. It'll come with a little notice or notification. And then click on the little box on the top. Yeah. Gift box, she says.
1: Yes. Um, and,
0: and then you can come in and utilize all of the various fun emojis and everything that you're seeing.
1: No doubt. I mean, we're here. like Dean here, man. The cap got higher on the Ramon Foster show, DK. <laughs> 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 cap got higher, man. Jeez.
0: Yeah, that's it. Swan says, those of you who are in gray, I think you can grab the gift if you go to be a member. Hey, That's, here we the, go. that's DKPS.net slash join here's mark lancaster with another nebulous reference to the media the media acts as if we haven't addressed offense only defense what is the media they're just they're, it's individuals there's no such grand construct it's not like there's all of the media sit in the yeah. room and they come and meet here and say let's come up with an opinion
1: yeah, and that's it's uh it's a season of lying still because it's the offseason there <laughs> or the season of trying to make headlines. Mark, what I would tell you is this uh the offense been addressed. It's just they did it the year before. You got a rookie quarterback. The thing that you need from this offense, our offense is this. Uh so he's got Paul Skeens as his as his profile picture. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh is yeah, I, the Pittsburgh's excited about him. Uh, what I'll say is is this, man. Um, you got to get guys that become household names. You get one or two household names on offense, they'll act like, oh, Lord, this just happened overnight. You guys <laughs> have lived it every day because you're still a fans. They don't recognize it yet. We know how much we're expecting from George Pickens, Deontay, Allen uh, Robinson, like the offensive line gelling with a young rookie potentially and tight ends who are, by the way, Pat Firmels is a top 20, I mean, top 10 tight end in the league right now on the list that I just saw from Jeremy Fowler, whatever you want to make of that. The recognition is there. But if Pat becomes a guy, Kenny has a big jump, George grows up more, and Allen Robinson researches his, uh, his ability to be a pass catcher again, I mean, you look at the names you have. They just have to become stars.
0: Donald Tillman, who's still working on becoming a member, says, instead of just taking our challenge about the two edge rushers, he takes TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith and Larry Ogunjobi and Cam Hayward and comes up with a 50. Anderson says 60. I mean, we can do oh, this into man. infinity here. You know but-
1: what's special about that last uh, post you just put up, though, DK? What's that? That's very unique. Each one of those guys can stop the run and get after the and quarterback. And get to the
0: quarterback. Yeah.
1: That's what we're going to need the young fellow Keanu Benton to add to his game, just too. the words out of and, and, and he can. I'm just saying. He has that in his repertoire.
0: He's not somebody – You know, remember, we all thought the same thing about Javon Hargrave when he came here. Yep. And it was like all – all Javon can do, he's just going to be a, a, a Casey Hampton. Stopper. Yeah, he's going to be. A, he's going to take up two blocks mm-hmm. and whatever. Uh-uh. No, no.
1: I, I, well, and to that same cast, I want to hit one real quick because I thought it was very unique, man. That was uh, pretty significant. I got James Lawson. Hey, Mo, is what he says. Does it just feel different with Omar or not? What's that mean? I've, others have asked that. What does that mean, though, exactly? I think it feels like you're not just stuck in mud. The thing is. Kev was never really kind of stuck in mud with, you know, like signing guys early. Kev would have probably waited to training camp, right? Can mm-hmm. we agree on that a little bit? Mm-hmm. Cobra would have waited to training camp. Omar gets it moving because Omar, you got to understand. What okay, he, that's he's,
0: different. Yes.
1: He's been around the players a whole lot. When you're not the big boss, meaning GM and Omar, he would come to the locker room, talk to us on buses. So he understands players probably more because he was able to connect with us and just honestly be a god for a little while. So Omar probably was like, man, let's go and get this over. With. If I believe in you, you believe in me. And that's how it's supposed to be. He got Kev, he has Kev's DNA, but he operating different. And that's how it should be. I I I'll
0: I'll be honest here. I didn't know what to expect from him. Other Omar? Than, uh, yeah, other than to behave as a Colbert Apprentice. Yes. Okay. Um, I knew that he'd be comfortable with the cap guy. Concept, the, the portion of it, obviously. Concept.
1: I say nope. that only because,
0: oh, <laughs> because of how, how Omar really took exception. So when I asked him that at his introductory press conference yeah. about about how, you know, we all thought of you for years as the cap guy. Will you, you know, what, what will you be able to contribute from the football? Oh, my God. It was like <laughs> I shot daggers at him, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: but he's become... His own guy, and that
1: makes even if he's wrong,
0: yeah, I respect that. You know that
1: much more. Yeah, I I, I really do. Here, uh, I'm with you. Travel with Dana. (laughs) He's ready for football, but this one's unique, and we have a star from our guy Sticky B or Lady. I'm not sure Sticky B, but it has. uh, Hey, Mon, do you think Gentry survives training camp, or do you think the Steelers go into the season with Pat Hayward and Washington? I think he does. I think Connor Hayward's role won't be primarily a tight end. I think, DK, we got our lead fullback. We got an H back out of him, and we got a scat type of guy. And also, Connor has showed us what he can catch the ball down the field. So Gentry's role, is he active every week? I don't know. He need to go prove that probably on special teams first. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm leaning that he's going to be on this 53-man roster. Akeem comes in and says, Am I a homer or is this
0: offense loaded?
1: The fact that you asked that, Q. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, Q. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: You want us to confirm what you're thinking.
0: You are a you are a hopeful homer. Okay. You are. Look, this isn't to be a you know dour about this. They gotta um, do it. I do. Okay. I everything do. that we're discuss almost everything that we're discussing as it relates to this offense is is theoretical. Mm -hmm. Well, theoretically, Mm -hmm. Kenny should be better in the second year. Theoretically, Deontay Johnson can stop running backward. Theoretically, they're going to get the ball to George Pickens more often. Theoretically, the running game will continue right where it left. off. We have no idea. They got to do it.
1: Yes, they do. Another one. You know, what do you know about Calvin Austin? It's all theory. It is all theory, which, by the way, I think he's got like top. (laughs) You're going to laugh when I say this. He got top 10 speeds on uh, Madden for whatever that's worth.
0: Oh, he should. He <laughs> might have. To, he might have top
1: five. <laughs> no doubt, DK. Uh by uh, the way, it's Marvin Singer, you're far too kind. Okay, he just dropped a nineteen dollar spot, a uh, twenty dollar spot on us, DK. Where did Marvin? Uh, Marvin came in. He did.
0: Did he even knock? He doesn't have to anymore. He's he he's to. like Kramer. He can just open the door.
1: <laughs> right, Is Marvin I hear- Kramer. It really is. Hope you're doing well, Marvin Sr., man. Uh, it's, we're, we're a week away is all I'll tell you. It's, we're really a week away.
0: <laughs> D won't let go of the Homer concept on Q because that's just how that is. Again, this isn't knocking them. This isn't no. even necessarily doubting them. It's just that they've got to do it. Dr. Shadow wants to know, hey, Moan, what are the rookies feeling a few days before training
1: camp? Nervous. Scared a little bit, uh, uncertain. Uh, but probably I, I can't even say you're eager because you don't even know what you're getting yourself into. You know what OTAs and mini camp was, but hearing those vets get loud and honestly get primal, uh okay, get real serious about the business of football in camp, you better embrace it or you gonna like you better fit in with the wolves or get treated like a sheep. That's essentially what I'm saying. Because watching Casey Hampton and uh, Brett Kiesel and and Ryan Clark with his loud self on the field, Larry Foot, it can RC. be intimidating. <laughs> RC was a talker, and you know he was man. Uh, but but like watching them, <laughs> watching them dudes wanting physical confrontation. If you're really not built for a Pittsburgh Steelers training camp, it ain't nothing you can do. to physically if you're not mentally ready to handle all that type of stuff so for a rookie embrace it or get ate up
0: you know more than anything else you would think that they would want to come in and just go with the flow that was the way broderick jones most recently described it to me uh his approach coming into not so much rookie camp because it was all rookies but then after that once the vets started coming in for otas and for mini camp Broderick, he was doing his thing. He was doing what he had to do, but at the same time, he wasn't front and centering on anything. Yeah. He, he, everything was just moving with the flow. Where are the where are the offensive line? Oh, they're over here. I'm yeah. gonna walk with them. Yeah. You know, if you watch the, the pictures or the videos, the few that the Steelers themselves put out. I'm there watching it in person. We're not allowed to film any of it. But when the Steelers put their own shots out, you'll notice that Broderick Jones is always kind of in the background. Yeah, okay. He's following the other offensive lineman. Yep, and that's that's different. Oh, also, James brings this up. Tomlin's
1: tone changes. Hey, he is one of the loudest barkers because, again, man, DK, like you, 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 you're there, right? And you're on the ground close to the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this, and I, I need to clear it up before I say it. he's not a player's coach. <laughs> but the way Coach Tomlin goes at guys, jest them, bark at them loud, demand a whole lot of them. It can seem like he's chilling you on. No, that crap is intimidating as hell.
0: Yeah, when he's bringing when he's bringing your name up, and it'll sound like it's in some friendly tone. Yeah, can no, I give okay. a little? Can I give a little example here, please, sir? Go ahead. All right. Not that you don't have a million of them, but this is just from this summer. Okay. Uh, we're walking out of the indoor facility. This was in OTAs or whatever, and Gunnar Olszewski is about like I don't know, ten fifteen feet in front of us, yeah. and I'm walking next to the coach, and the coach, for out of nowhere, you can actually picture this. Yeah, uh, just goes, uh, what's Gunnar's number? I forgot. Is it eighty or something it, like that? I think
1: it's eighty. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know yeah,
0: let me look it up here. I'm looking it up is, too. Okay, so it we can story be Story really? If I, is it, he used his number in the conversation.
1: Okay. Okay. What do you got? All right. I got it right here. Gunner is 89.
0: Okay. He goes,
1: Hey, yo, 89.
0: I haven't been paying much attention to you. Don't mean that doesn't, or don't think that doesn't mean I don't need you. Okay. Don't think that doesn't mean that I need you. I need you. Okay. And he said, He actually said, I need your hindquarters. Okay. Is what he said. Okay. I need your rear end. Okay. I need you. Okay. Now, here we are. We're crossing a parking lot from the indoor facility to the back over to the team headquarters where the locker room is. He sees an opportunity to coach. Okay. He's not going to just shoot the breeze or whatever else here. He's looking for he, an opportunity to coach. DK. And what's, what's Gunner's reaction when he hears that, Mo? That, that's what I want to hear from you.
1: It's so many. Okay. Because this is where, this is just where it's at. Him saying, look, I ain't, what'd he say again? I hadn't been paying attention to you. I not been paying attention to you. Don't think that doesn't mean I don't need your blank. You know what probably happened? He probably saw Gunner take a play two off. And he's probably thinking to himself. Oh. you're No. I hadn't even thought of that. Don't say, don't do that. Because you can be a big part of this team if you continue to do what you've been doing without me having to coach you every single play. But he told Gunner this without saying it. Coach T says a lot of stuff. I He'll give you that. every answer to the test, DK. That's what I tell young guys. Listen to what he says because it's a matter of how you embrace what it's never personal look I know you probably took a few plays off in special teams with wide receiver or George is getting all the love or we're happy about Calvin being back don't minimize what you got going on don't make me have to cut you is what he told him do what you've been doing at a higher rate every single practice so you make my job easier now a lot of guys would just be like oh well I'm good or hey this is just one of those things coaches always picking on me. No, he's letting you know this. I trust you enough to do your job. Don't make me coach you. I got other responsibility over here. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He said he's got other, actually, that was somewhere in there too that he's got other I don't, people to watch. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. You, you, God, you know the guy so well. He actually, it was, there was something else in there that I didn't, that I left out where he said something to the effect of, I got other people to watch here.
1: I'm not here to cheerlead you, man. Go do your job. Therefore, I can count you as one of my 53s. That's what he pretty much told him. You should be grown up by now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. so freaking crazy. Thanks to
0: Dean for the $10 contribution. Appreciate you, Dean. Yeah, we're having, uh, we're having quite the day here on the show.
1: We are, man. Uh, John
0: uh, Matthews says, One thing we definitely have as Steelers fans is the best coach in yeah. the AFC North. I'm sure why you just... would limit it
1: to the division, but... I know, right? Y'all just gotta listen to Coach T. Sometimes he's giving you every answer to the test that you could possibly want. Like really? I told you the Go day ahead. he he caught me coming uh, going to snack and uh, he was working out. Like he just friendly exchange. Hey, big fella, come here. How you think you doing? He already knew the answer. He just needed me to know. He needed to know I was confident in myself. Finish it for everybody who hasn't heard. He him, big fella. How you doing? I feel like I'm doing all right. You are. He was like, just keep doing those things. That's all. I'm getting chills thinking about that. I love that story.
0: (laughs) What you you left out is that was from when you were super crazy young.
1: Yeah, and that was my rookie year. Yeah, And I uh had no idea what anything was, but I had good days of practices, and I had probably already made the team at that point in line for him to get off the elliptical and ask me how I thought I was doing. Mm -hmm. He just needed to hear me say, Coach, I think I'm doing pretty good. We're going to take a couple more today. Luke says, hey, Moan, who was the loudest coach? Joey Porter, Sr. <laughs> I mean, hands down. Between him and Coach Butts, them two together was like the Bash Brothers is what they were.
0: I have an asterisk on this one, though.
1: Who you got?
0: The coach who would be the loudest if he wouldn't lose his freaking voice on the first two, three days of camp— would be your special teams, coach. Danny
1: Smith. I knew exactly where <laughs> you were going. Is that a good Danny Smith? With that big old uh, Bob blob <laughs> of gum in his jaws, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, man, that is Danny Smith. Uh, while while swearing like a sailor, man, you love oh, Danny Smith.
0: Jeez, uh,
1: let's let's take. They got uh, me, DK. You got me at the start of this show, and James knows it, man. Where is it at? That?
0: Where is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> It took us a little while to get back from our vacation. So did you guys see us on Monday? Hey, everybody at the yeah. Remote Foster show.
1: <laughs> Energy is there, man. Uh, but that's just what we do, man.
0: To become a member of this ridiculous show. It is. Make sure to go to DKPS.net slash join. I had a couple that were starred here. I got one that's good, too. From the uncle's
1: table, though. Ron, that's pretty solid. Who got cussed out by Mike T the worst while you were a stealer? And how did they fire him up? It wasn't anything on the field. I think everybody saw the clip of him going at Marquise about fighting somebody and stuff like that. That's about the tone he's going to treat you with on game day. He's not one of those curse you out type of coaches about football. Anytime I've ever seen him go off and I would not disclose the player, it was something personal that they knew better on what they were doing. Because he hates to see players squander away opportunities when they got a crazy opportunity in front of them. It's never disrespectful unless you do something personal in your life. Right, DK? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: No, he's not not looking necessarily, you know, to to embarrass you or anything like that. Although I've seen times when that's happened too. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately the goal is to pick you up. But you're not going to see like a – you're not going to see him freaking out on somebody and then stopping practice and yelling at one guy.
1: Like, you freaking suck. You deserve to be yeah, on the bus now. Nah. Yeah,
0: that, it's not that.
1: I never seen him lose his top like that. I hate to interrupt you right there, but I just but had to true. address yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think that part needs to be made clear here. It's not, there's, not a, uh, there's not a berating that happens individually. Uh, being loud
1: is different, but he tends to find a way to massage it. He does. And he's uh, naturally louder, I think, when he's speaking because he's around the crowd so much, too. That in itself is intimidating.
0: Mm-hmm. Last question for today and befitting the subject of Alex Highsmith it comes from Ashish who says, Hey, Moan, what takes a pass rusher farther? Is it raw athleticism or skill set? This is actually the best question we've had all day because I look at you know TJ and I have a third answer that's not right. raw
1: athleticism and not skill set. Well, I got neither one of those answers in my list. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Uh, raw athleticism, you have that in you. Uh, Skill set is something that you do reps with. You acquire. You acquire. What takes you over the top is film, knowing oh. your opponent. Okay. That's the only thing that's going to separate you from the other. When I say when you say raw athleticism, that means oh, if you get stronger, get stronger. You got to get more bend, get more bend. You need more stretching, get more stretching. Skill set, you can do all this on those. Dummy drills all you want to. But if you don't know what the guy in front of you is doing and how to attack him and how he's going to attack you, then you have zero chance. And and case in point, when we're in the summer, like when springtime OTAs and minicamp, and even in the beginning stages of camp before we start film study, I tell young offensive linemen, hey, your number one job right now is to study your film tape, your practice tape every single day. 97. Or 93 is your number one opponent. Figure out how you're going to beat them. The moment you figure out how to survive them in camp is the moment you learn how to study film. And that translates over to the game. It's film. That's why we watch so much of
0: it. Mm -hmm. So what I see here, watch this. This is great. You ready? Donnie says mentality. Dean says intel. Stooge says tenacity. Tenacity. Hand over fist says hard work, but you ready for this? What's that? Sean Monroe says DK wants to say motor. That's <laughs> amazing. That's actually the freaking word. That's all I was waiting on. Yeah. Because when we think of TJ, what do we think of? His motor. His motor. Yeah. It's uncommon. It was yeah. uncommon in college. It was uncommon before he played defense. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: TJ has this relentless motor this engine about him it does and that's the reason that by the way that we're always talking about not two outside linebackers but we're talking about three, three. we're talking about a rotation because tj has to tap out alex has to tap out it's a high expenditure
1: position yep. am i right moan yes it is and and that's fair and i'm glad hogue said this hawk said that's this amazing too. james harrison had one too <laughs> Miles Garrett has one too. You got to be relentless in how you attack because the the success rate is low actually for outside rushers. We're talking about one sack a game puts you in the all pro, right? So the success rate of getting a sack isn't necessarily a high hit rate, but it is that motor of going back to the drawing board. And like I said, understanding, oh my gosh, understanding uh, how folks will block you is also a thing. I go film DK. Which you go motor, which is fine, too.
0: Well, actually, the one thing that TJ and and Alex would both agree with us on if they were on a show with us at this moment is that all four of those things are needed. And then a whole bunch
1: more and then a bunch more, man. Absolutely.
0: But, But the real issue here is that Ron Slay has just popped in making his own Kramer like entrance.
1: For y'all that don't know, that is my brother, actual blood brother, and he just find ways to control me while he's also he's on the radio right now. He's on his right new now. show. He's yeah. On the, what is wrong with you, man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, rage brothers rage yeah. brothers are here. I love it.
1: This is by far the fastest 50 minutes
0: best episode of the Ramon Foster show ever ever
1: done man goodness
0: you'd never imagine we started with something that was super serious either
1: uh, what the heck DK what what the world is going on man
0: I don't know I he don't was
1: know. he was just on Paul Feinbaum's show here well tomorrow here we're
0: gonna show. we're gonna do a, a training camp themed show uh to get to get us rolling into the last weekend without yeah. football for a long long time okay we're yeah. going to try to make it count. I don't know if it'll be this good, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. You know? I don't
1: know either. We got folks right now saying, extend this episode, DK. <laughs> the algorithm telling we got to keep it low is pretty much what they're saying.
0: Yeah. The algorithms don't lie. They no, don't they lie don't, here. Man. All right, guys. See everybody tomorrow. This was fun, y'all. Yeah. Y'all bring this tough. back on a yeah, Friday. Yeah, tomorrow. Like, just continue it. Yeah, tomorrow's part two of this awesome show. I like,
1: I like that. That's a tease right there, DK. <laughs> you know why we bring this out crowns got to be given dk to you fellas that bought subscription this gold crown belonged to y'all we're not we're not worthy dk and i just got to do some the gold crown is that
0: no that's it and and today's Recipient of the crown is unquestionably swan coming through with a 50 but one thing i want to make really okay. really clear whether you come through with a 50 like swan or the 1999 like marvin marvin's coming in every other day with one of those uh or you come in with nothing at all because you don't have the means yeah just come listen in. listen this show is wide open like those doors behind me it's <laughs> wide open okay uh,
1: yep and also, if I forget who else uh, contributed today, but thank you guys, man, it's phenomenal. Also, breaking news just happened: the Washington Commanders are selling for six billion dollars. DK, it wasn't you, huh? It wasn't you? I missed the lotto in California. I'm in Tennessee. I missed that billion, but I passed on this one. I didn't like the area. Uh, it's <laughs> <Land> over Maryland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. not
1: much of an area.
0: That's it's for not. sure.
1: And a new stadium got to be built and everything. DK, it's too much of an investment for my. What? Love. What a
0: crappy stadium they have! It like, is. It's, it's actually. I thought in some ways FedEx Field was worse than RFK, and I didn't think it'd possible to be worse than RFK.
1: And such a beautiful place to be at. Though, I mean, they could really make that a show, and they choose not to. Terrible
0: yeah no i'm not uh I'm not there um uh, all right guys well, like Luke says, take care everybody we'll do this Please. tomorrow same energy same uh motor same yeah same motor
1: same, motor. same wow. motors same motors peace